Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis. Today, we talk about crepitus. We're going to talk about if you need to worry about crepitus or not worry about it. We're going to be going through some of the causes of crepitus. We'll be discussing what painful crepitus is. We'll talk about how to work around it and how to work with it. And we'll also talk to you about how to discuss crepitus with patients so that they can get going in a better direction and not worry about it so much uh, and so much more. So if you don't mind hanging just for a moment, we're going to take word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Welcome back. So I've done a previous podcast on crepitus and I just had a situation come up this morning with a patient. I thought, you know what, we're going to revisit this. It's been a long time. It was back on episode 41 and um, I was still kind of green in the podcasting world. And so I thought I'd add a little extra to the uh, crepitus story. And um, I want to talk to you a little bit about you know, this patient of mine that I just saw this morning who came in and was super, super discouraged, you know, because he had uh, crepitus in his shoulder joint. You know, he had some noise in there and um, was just feeling like, you know, uh, this is a sign that I'm getting old. This is a sign that I'm breaking down and uh, was very discouraging. And I thought, you know, after having talked to him a little bit and, and educated him a little, he felt better and uh, was able to still get a great workout in. And um, we didn't have to worry about the crepitus too much. So I, I thought I would talk a little bit about, you know, the causes, first of all, and then how we manage patients who have crepitus, which is everybody, okay? We all have a little bit of crepitus, right? Um, you've all said it, you know, my, no my joints snap, crack, pop. Uh, that's not an uncommon thing. So what is it? Where does it come from? Well, there's a couple reasons why people can get it. You can have, you know, two surfaces rubbing on each other. That could be a tendon on a bone. That could be a cartilage on cartilage. That could be bone on bone. Uh, you could have two roughened surfaces, you know, like when p people have patellofemoral crepitus or they have, uh, you know, chondromalacia patella. You've got this roughened hyaline cartilage rubbing on the hyaline cartilage of the femur, and that can cause some noise, okay? Uh, our joints are not as smooth as they used to be when we were younger. As we get older, the joint becomes a little bit rougher. That can cause some uh, crepitus. Uh, a tendon on a bone or snapping over a bone. Sometimes the uh, ulnar nerve can ride over uh, a bone and snap in, snap out of the cubital tunnel. That can happen also. Swelling and inflammation can cause tendons to uh, crackle and feel like broken glass, okay, which is also crepitus. 
I have seen patients who have weakness that develop crepitus as a result of weakness. And uh, just like in the scapula thoracic joint, we've seen this with people who have a lot of periscapular weakness and lots of snapping and popping between the scapula and the rib cage. And as they get stronger, this starts to settle down a little bit. Um, and then, you know, obviously you can have crepitus because of torn tissues like the menisci or labrum, and you can develop crepitus through high-velocity manipulation. So you manipulate a patient or you crack, you know, your, your knuckles, kind of like that. Doesn't mean it's a terribly bad thing, okay, but um, it is crepitus, all right? So do we need to worry about it, though, all the time? Like People totally go into a panic mode when it comes to pain, you know, crepitus, uh, so the question I always ask my patient is, is it painful crepitus? So like my gentleman this morning, I said, so does it hurt? So he demonstrates to me, he moves his arm around and he's like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And I'm like, yes, I hear that. I'm like, does it hurt? And he says, well, no. But he said, on occasion, when I reach in a funny direction, I feel a snap and it's immediately painful. And that is a little more concerning when you develop some pain when you feel the snap or the pop, okay? So crepitus should not be used heavily as a diagnostic criteria, um, you know, because many people have it. And it's just the way we're put together. Some people are noisier than others. But one thing that I also find uh, uh, that is a little bit funny is that some people can interpret crepitus as good and some people can interpret crepitus as bad. Now, that is the, the person who has the crepitus. Now, there are medical providers out there who interpret crepitus as good and crepitus as bad. So it can come both from the patient and from the medical provider. And so my example to you is here is this, this patient that I saw this morning who is able to move his arm really well. He has good range of motion, but has a lot of non-painful crepitus. Okay. Not too worried about that. He's quite discouraged about it because he thinks he's getting older, thinks he's breaking down. But then I have another patient who goes to the chiropractor and comes back and said, I had a great session today. I had lots of snapping and popping, and that means it was it was a good session. And I've had others come to me say, gee, I, th th my chiropractor couldn't manipulate me. I, they, I couldn't, uh, th there wasn't even any snapping or popping. And they come in discouraged thinking that it was a bad session. Okay, so why is it good if it's actively done to you and it's bad if it just happens to occur there? Okay, so I really want you to think about that and how people perceive crepitus. And so I think, you know, my recommendation, first of all, is if the crepitus is painful, try to modify the activity, okay, to work around it. So if you're doing, let's say, a side-lying external rotation and you get from zero to 45 degrees and everything feels good, but you get into the 50 to 60 degree range and there's maybe a little pop and a little pain associated with that, um, then avoid that range. Increase the weight increase the repetitions, but stay in a limited range from zero to 45 and do more repetitions and really get that muscle to burn. It, it, well, what I've noticed is that as people get stronger, they seem to have less 
crepitus, especially non-painful crepitus. Now, educate your patient about crepitus, and I think that is going to be the most encouraging thing you can do to them. Let them know that many, many people out there have crepitus, and I even demonstrate, like I'll lift my arm, and you'll hear a little pop in there. I don't have any pain associated. I'm strong. I do whatever I want to do, um, but I don't let the crepitus slow me down. I don't worry about it, okay? So let's get people settled down a little bit just by educating them about crepitus. Um, some people will say that, well, I, the crepitus, you know, the noise in my joint just started recently. And what I've also found is that, let's say somebody has a, a cervical spine problem and uh, they have pain. They have an x-ray, they have an MRI, they have an evaluation, and they start focusing on their neck a lot more. Now, many people always have had crepitus. They just don't pay attention to it. But once it's brought to their attention, somebody says, oh, I heard some noise when you moved your neck, or um, they, they touch the neck, they focus on it, they evaluate it a lot, then the patient becomes super focused on that and then starts to recognize these noises, which the neck is one of the noisiest joints in the body, okay, one of the noisiest parts in the body because there's so many small moving parts. Um, and so I, I tell them, you know, just d try not to focus on it too much, especially if it's not causing you a lot of pain. So if they become too aware, then it becomes like over consuming to them, okay? And then I also encourage the patients by telling them typically as you become more flexible and you become stronger, sometimes that crepitus lightens up. Okay, and I've seen this especially with the people with you know scapula thoracic issues, even with rotator cuff or even knees. You know, knees are uh, have more crepitus with open chain activity than with closed chain activity typically. And so, but as they get stronger, it seems to lighten up a little bit. Okay, and so remember this. Okay, if you're going to leave here with anything today. Most crepitus is not bad crepitus. And number two, good patient education can really go a long way when they start bringing crepitus up, okay? And then painful crepitus uh, should raise a red flag. So if you have this reproducible painful crepitus, then you really should be focusing on that a little bit more. Uh, so when you're doing, let's say... Um, a McMurray's test and you hear this snap or pop and there's a pain associated with it and it's reproducible a couple of times, it probably means there's a torn meniscus in there, okay? And so those are the three big things I really want you to think about when you evaluate your patients, when you're talking to them about you know, their treatment and getting stronger and whatnot. Um, so folks, I hope you enjoyed today's show and thank you so much for listening. Um, please continue to be passionate about what you do and keep on helping others. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.